Hello, welcome to What She's Thinking. I'm Greg Schwartz, your dating coach. Men like you have sent in questions about dating and sex. I have a group of women here that are going to answer your questions, and I'll help clarify their answers so you hear exactly what these women want and why. Send me your questions at makeonlinedatingfun.com questions. And remember, subscribe so you can hear all of the episodes. A few announcements. If you're in the San Francisco Bay Area, come out on February 12th to my workshop to get a date for Valentine's Day, because it's only two days later. I'll be teaching you how to actually build a profile that works. I'll have another coach who's very awesome, who's going to be teaching you how to flirt and how to connect, whether you're on a date or you're meeting someone in a coffee shop. We're also going to have an amazing photographer who will take new profile photos of you that'll look totally awesome. And there are going to be other local singles there that you can meet and maybe find that date that night. Second, if you're in the Los Angeles area, come out on February 26th. I'm doing a workshop to get the first dates that you want. Now, we won't be teaching you about flirting that night, but I will still be teaching you about how to build a profile that actually gets the dates that you want, thus the name. I'll have another photographer there who's going to be taking amazing profile photos of you. And there's also going to be some local singles there because that's the point of the workshop. So you might get a date just from coming to the workshop. More info for both of those is at makeonlinedatingfun.com. Third, every Wednesday in February at 1 p.m. Pacific, I'm holding office hours. I'm doing them on Facebook Live. So go to facebook.com slash debug dating. And last, if you're a freelance marketer, email me at greg at makeonlinedatingfun.com. I've got something I could use your help on. Now, ladies, please introduce yourselves. Hi, I am Miss J. Um, I'm not from the United States. I grew up in Asia and Europe, and I moved here to San Francisco four years ago. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm in my mid-30s. I'm a very adventurous person. I've traveled to over 300 cities in 45 countries all over the world. I love exploring. I love to do new things, um, new experiences, like new tastes, new sounds. And I'm, you know, I'm pretty outgoing, but I like to also be, do my own thing. And I'm pretty independent. Um, I'm looking for guys who are, you know, on the same wavelength as me, um, that we can keep each other engaged, excited about life and, um, have a match on sort of like intellect as well. But at the same time, we can be silly and we can goof around and, you know, be playful, joke around. I, I, I love that. And someone who I can see myself, you know, settling down with and build a family together. I think the vibe I have, because I'm an entrepreneur, I have my own company. I think people see me as like, ooh, you know, she's like the boss lady. <laughs> That's how it comes across. But I, I actually think there's a very feminine side. I love dancing. You know, I love like being, you know, sort of, you know, taken care of by guys. Like I said, I love guys who show initiative. So there's that very like, you sort of like, oh, you know, I want to be the little lady that gets taken care of. But at the same time, who I am is I'm, I'm the boss lady. I tell people what to do <laughs> all the time, but not that I, I don't do that in relationships, but it's all, it's all about finding a balance. And partnership. I wanna I want the guy now to make the decisions and make the plans. <laughs> Hi, I'm BL. I'm 30. 
I'm a very extroverted, goofy, silly, playful person. I don't take life too seriously, very laid back. I like a partner who can keep up and go on adventures and not take themselves too seriously. They can joke around and take a joke. I run my own company and I'm a performer, so I work a lot. I'm very independent. I too am not from the United States. I was born in Scandinavia, so I'm tall compared to the average American woman. And and to really explain her personality, she is currently doing like a marching band style. And that's me going off the stage. <laughs> Jazz hands, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a performer, so I have a really big personality. You kind of love it or hate it, and that's fine. The people who hate it, they just don't hang out with me. And the people who love me don't love me in spite of it. They love me because I'm a weirdo. Hi, so I am LLJT. I am a mid-30 woman that had lived in Asia, Europe, and in the U.S. for the last 12 years. So I, I consider myself a very goofy um active uh also very serious person i think i am <laughs> well you know i got a lot of comments from the first impression that i'm i'm kind of serious but i'm actually not that serious but i guess depends you know what you consider serious and um i i liked a lot of um energy so i think i have above average energy level um still do I would also appreciate to have a partner that is at a similar level of energy as me and open to do things or experience something new. I'm a recruiter, so I guess my way of um, finding a partner is sort of like recruiting. I always do the first phone interview and then, the, you know, in-person interview, and then we have a 90 days trial period. <laughs> I, I found it, you know, it's working. It's totally working. Currently, I, I think I'm at a stage of my life that I'm looking for something very serious, like um, a husband, family, potentially kids to settle down. I consider myself a sassy sweetie. <laughs> I'm also sweet at the same time. I mean, it's not just sassy. So uh, you got both. Actually, if you can take the worst side of me, then you get the best, great side of me. <laughs> um, I would say I'm a full package of both. What do you find most attractive about men's bodies? Oh, I like this one. Um, I like, like I said, I like hair. It's weird, but I do. And I like, you know, sometimes when they're wearing like whatever, a shirt that's a little bit tight mm -hmm. and you can see like the biceps, mm -hmm. I find that very attractive. And also their butt. If they have a nice ass. But only if they can dress it well. Yes. If it's, you If know. it's a butt, if it's a nice butt, but we can't tell, it's going well, to waste. I think he's talking about when they're naked in front of you. Either way, actually. Naked or in clothes. So, you know, what does dressing it well look like? If your pants are under your butt, that's not... Oh, yeah, no. First of all, no, I'm not intimidated because I know that I can outrun you. And two, why are you wearing pants? No. <laughs> Just don't wear the pants. Anyway, that's a separate topic. Sorry, uh, back I, to the real question. Yeah, I like I like shoulder, like upper chest part to the face. I don't know why. It just um, if they have a good looking face, that definitely is attractive to me. I'm pretty vis visual myself in terms of. I mean, I don't need a guy to be like super ripped or. 
uh, in a good shape must be. But I, I think it's some for some reason about the shoulder part. If they, he has a nice shape of the shoulder, like wide, you know, it just makes me feel very. It could turn me on. You know, like it's very safe. It's a place where I can lay、mm-hmm. my head on his chest. You know, yes. I don't really like too skinny guys for that reason. Just、mm-hmm. I feel like I'm laying on a skeleton or something. You know. <laughs> I have a few different types that I really go for. Some of them are the skinny, tall ones, and that's fine. I, I'm also a sucker for a face. I think the face is important. I like shoulders. I like backs. A man's back is sexy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, backs are when they're like. Yeah, when they're naked, right? Because、mm-hmm. when when they're wearing stuff, it's sometimes it's hard to tell. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah.、Mm. I like a burly man too. Big burly man. For some reason, I like goatees. <laughs> no, no, I like a man who's scruffy.、That. You like a little gangster. I、look. like a little scruffy man. I mean, well, not little. Well, I'm really tall, so I. Like really tall men, but I, I mean, obviously that's not a deal breaker because, just statistically speaking, it's not. Go- yeah, the, I think that the height is important too. Like it has to be taller than me, right? How tall are you though? I'm only five two.、So. Yeah, that's, that's not, not that hard. hard. If it's、right. you know, he's not tall. <laughs>、right. Oh my god, you know, just sorry, turn right. off. Right, I'm five、like, nine and I'm wearing clogs, so I'm you know pushing six feet. Mm-hmm. That's asking a lot. Yeah,、mm-hmm. yeah. So, totally. But I do I, love a tall. I he- I know. I know. Me too. I hear the theme here. Like women just like、Ruffy. love taller, broader、mm-hmm. men because we want to feel like we can just, ah,、uh, like fall onto them, you know, and not、uh, having. I to, really like... more want to just be able to, like jump on them and then not fall over. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that they can carry me. I come me. wombat and jump on you. <laughs> Never、and、heard someone like... call it wombat, but yes, totally. <laughs> like. I would like to not hit the ground. <laughs> you want to be able to run and jump and wrap your legs and arms around us. Yeah, I love it if the guy can just lift me up.、Mm. Like, oh yeah, oh that's, especially that's during、sexy. sex. That's、oh, that's sexy. Oh, oh that's yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch of really like, happy looks all around the room right now. If they're just like just with their arms and they're like,、mm, and it's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> I feel dainty and I like it. Yep. Totally. Nice. Okay. So. Going that vein, what are your favorite spots for foreplay, and how do you like them to be touched? Favorite spots of our body. Um, um, I think I have a very sensitive ears, but I mean, I think by、mm. default, nipples, right? <gasps> Definitely, yes. Can't resist that. No, you like that?、Oh, I fucking hate it. <laughs> really, I hate it so much. You can play with my boobs, but um,、oh, leave my poor nipples, nipples alone. alone. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Oh, that's, that's that's rare here. Actually, most girls like that boobies be touched. You can touch them, just don't bite them. Yeah, I hate biting. Oh, I actually like it. Oh, oh I, I hate like biting. I like、way. licking, but I hate biting. I'm like, oh, oh that hurts. Sometimes I ask for it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lick me like a Labrador! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Any other spots?、Uh, clearly, nipples are a point of contention. Right.、Um, my, well, for me, also my neck.、Mm-hmm. Right. Just like all around. My back. If you start on my neck and you make it up to an earlobe, oh, oh, oh. that's、yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, I, I like to. I like to be kissed on my back for some reason. It's a real thing. Oh, it's really sweet. <laughs> 
I got. I like my butt. Mm. You can grab my butt. <laughs> we'll grab your butt. Yeah. <laughs> Shake it for you. <laughs> okay, so since we already had gone here a little bit anyway, what is your favorite way to have your breasts and your nipples touched? Clearly, don't hands. bite them. Hands. You can use your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you want hands, not mouth or biting or teeth. Yeah, I know. And I realize that that's a rarity, but uh, ugh, <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, I don't know how if guys know this, but if if you actually like pr- like press it or bite it too hard, it really hurts. Yeah. <laughs> It's not, I, listen, it, it, it's not pleasant. Yeah, they, they may think they that they're turning you on. Doing. It's not. Right. I'm like, ow. Right. Right. <laughs> but, but we, you know, I like it if it's soft and gentle. Then it's very, like, sensual and very, you know, like, sexy. Yeah, they, I mean, they, if they play with their tongue, right, definitely better. It's very, you know, it's, it's like soft and gentle. A little bit of biting is fine, but it's not, not biting it off, the kind of biting, you know? <laughs> You're not, you're not, you're not yeah. being, you're not being, you know, like fat right now, so it's different. <laughs> yeah, they're not for you. <laughs> exactly. You can enjoy them. Might be for the future babies. <laughs> so once you're consistently having sex with someone, like, you know, you're dating consistently or something along that line, what are your favorite ways for him to tell you he wants to have sex that night? Uh, you know, start with, uh, again, you know, I like the foreplay. Little, you know, kissing, touching, just put me in the mood, right? Mm-hmm. By doing that, I mean, I think different persons is different. I, I like, again, wine and dine, you know, act of service. Um, I would say, yeah, kissing, touching, or maybe play the um, romantic movie, just, or porn, you know, put me in the mood. <laughs> Yeah, I like to watch porn. Romantic movie, porn. No, I was going to ask, are those those interchangeably? Is the porn the romantic movie? Or is it romantic porn? No, I mean, both. I think they both work. It's just porn porn is right away instant reaction. I mean, romantic movie is like putting you in the mood after one hour of the movie, right? (laughs) Maybe during the movie, you know, like Fifty Shades of Grey. I've never seen that. You've never seen it? I've never seen it. Yeah, I saw all three. I think the first one is the best. Okay. Yeah. Worth watching? Yes, I think guys should definitely watch Fifty Shades of Grey. Number one, I don't know about number two and three, but number one has a lot of tips. Okay. How to turn a girl's on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, yeah, like touching is big, but all, for me, I also like dancing. Like I mm. love, I like guys who dance and if they could sort of get me in the mood by dancing and, you know, that, that just, I just know, I just get it, you know. Hire a stripper. Male hey. stripper. <laughs> oh, that's a different type of dancing. Like, strip dance. I mean, I like strip dancing, but for some reason, like, if the expectation is for me to have sex with him, strip dancing doesn't... If he, doesn't... You wouldn't be turned on if he did a strip dance for you? Oh, no, yeah, yeah. I mean... So it has to be him, not the other people. What if he's a lousy dancer? You're still going to be turned on? <laughs> like if he's doing a lousy strip dance, I'd rather him That's not. Probably do just do it. Funny, well, seriously, though. I mean, <laughs> it would probably be entertaining if it was lousy, but in a very different way. Exactly. So it would be what we're saying, gentlemen, like, is turning practice off. your strip dancing. Oh my god! At home, I think that's that's too hard. That's too much to ask. <laughs> <laughs> so were you saying dancing with you or dancing for you? Whether or not it's stripping, maybe aside. Well, I was saying. Dancing with me. Oh, that's a different story. 
Because they are, you know, like, because then, you know, they start touching and, you know, then you start to pick up, like, the signals, okay, and the, and the touching, you know, gets more intense. Then, yeah. Like, that's for me, like, that's the foreplay before foreplay. Another way is that uh, they give me a massage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, a real massage, not like a... I know. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> for the listening audience, that was... That was Three squeezes of the shoulders, and it looked like immediately going pressing. into humping. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that doesn't work. Yeah, at least um, you know, the listening audience at home. Real massage for maybe twenty minutes. <laughs> depends. Yeah, but that's a that's a good start. That's a good way of asking in a nice way. Again, it's an act of service, right? Yeah, showing that yeah. he wants to do something for you. Yeah. Have you ever had a higher sex drive than the man you were with? If so, how did it feel to want? sex more than he did was there a power dynamic was it yeah how did it feel oh my god uh actually yes it actually felt pretty lame it's like i felt like he wasn't interested anymore although you know when we talk about it, he said no it's not i'm just tired or i'm just depressed or um i just oh i just generally have a lower sex drive than other men you know but I don't know. In the back of my head, I always thought that just the, the love is dying. If you don't feel like banging me anymore, there's no love there. <laughs> I mean, how am I going to see myself staying with you for the you know rest of my life? Put in you know ideal way. So I think definitely the physical connection is very important. When it when it decreased, it just sends out a message that there's no there's no love. I guess you can make it up by continue doing more acts of service for me, but it just it is a turn off. When it comes to problem, when the other problem um, occurred, I feel like there was less patience in understanding there when there's no physical connections. As in you had less patience or he had less patience um, or both of you? Me. For me. Yeah. I haven't really experienced that like very much. Most guys I've dated have the same or higher um, sex drive. So I haven't really had that problem. But I have had where like sometimes I will be in a really... I don't know, I'll be like really horny or something and then I want to do it multiple times a night and he will be like, no, I can't, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> um, that's happened a couple of times. It just makes me feel like, oh, darn. But it doesn't really affect the relationship. It just makes me feel like, well, well, meh, whatever. Is that like meh. mild disappointment or is that? Yeah. Okay. Mild disappointment. But I think it's different. It's a different situation that, uh, you know, he couldn't do it as, you know, as many times as you wanted in one night versus me. In my case, it's like, oh, maybe once a month, right? Once or twice oh, a month. That's, oh, okay, that's, that's different. That's definitely, <laughs> you know, a significant job. And that's just, to, to me, it's just lamb. That's it, right? So, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've not had that dramatic mm. of, a, of an experience. It's been yeah. more of the... I want to have sex more than one time and you're, you just can't. And my m mental reaction to that is, well, you could be there for me. <laughs> and <laughs> just to ask when that happened, I guess for the both of you did, it, it sounds like he was not up for being inside of you and like mm -hmm. having his penis inside of you. Mm -hmm. Did he go down on you? Did he do anything that would besides, you know, putting his penis in you? Some of them did. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Good. They just can't physically get up. Yeah, yeah you can't get it back up. You have other buttons. Or, right? you know, like, you know, they don't, they but can't see, do another. But see, I would give him credit if he cannot get up and then he would do it in a different way to make mm -hmm. it up. 
Yeah. But that's then, part of what Yeah, that's ask. fine. But my case is like, there's nothing. There's nothing. Right. I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry too. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds really challenging. It's sad. <laughs> so continuing in that vein, when either you want to have sex more than your partner does or your partner wants to have sex more than you do, what do you feel like is the best way to work through that, to talk about it, to deal with it? Well, definitely you raise the question, right? Then, you know, what's wrong? Um, and for me, I would usually try to do something to stimulate our chemistries. And I would make plans um, that or based on what I know that would turn him on, I would definitely make it, you know, do it for him to just to try to boost um, um, romance. Um, but communication, I think deep converse, um, conversation about really what was holding that person back for or not having the desire to do it, then I want to find out. Yeah. I, I think if the person is open to talk about it, that's great. Definitely. Like open up to talk about what is bothering him. That really helped. I want to understand it. Like if something was really going on in his life that I'm not going to force him to have sex with me. Like if his fam- you know, family passed away or job is in, um, challenging or at risk, right? That I understand. But we need to know what happened. And is that what you would also say if his sex drive was higher than yours and he was feeling that frustration? So he's now the one feeling that you're not having enough sex. Mm -hmm. Is that what you'd say? This is how I would want to deal with it together. Yeah. Yeah. I would say like just having a conversation about it. Maybe, you know, just to see like, are we on the same wavelength? You know, like, are we, is it because it's a one-off? Well, I guess it really depends on if it persists. Or if it's a one-off scenario, I haven't, I haven't had any, I haven't had issues where it's just like a persistent, you know, like mismatch of sex drive. Um, cause for me, if that happens, I probably wouldn't be in this relationship. For me, with most problems in a relationship, I try to come at it from a place of compassion first, because this is a person that you care about and that you have chosen to spend a lot of time with and, so you need to take into account the fact that they've also chosen to spend this time with you and it's probably not about you. So what's happening in their life? Are they not feeling well? Are they sick? Are they going through something yeah. mental or emotional or physical that's changed their life in any way? Are they, is this a permanent thing? If it's not a permanent thing, all right, how long can I be compassionate for before I start sacrificing my own happiness? and then that's that's where I would start a conversation. It's yeah. okay. How you know? And then what acts of service can I do to help you? You know? Yeah, it's really different if it's like a like you're going through a period versus you know you've never had synchronized sex mm-hmm. drive. Yeah. That's completely different scenarios. Very different, definitely. Thank you for listening to What She's Thinking. To help other men find the podcast, please write a review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Finally, to get your questions answered, go to makeonlinedatingfun.com slash questions. And I'd love to hear your feedback on the show. What else you'd like to hear, ideas, whatever you want. So email me, greg at makeonlinedatingfun.com. So, if I'm going to get rid of one demographic that I can't date, well, I'll be dating some short dudes. Oh, yeah. yeah, I get you. I mean, when I lived in Hong Kong, I lived in Asia, and that was my biggest problem because I'm like you in Asia. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I'm like a giant over yeah. there. <laughs>